Prepare for launch. launch. The Inertia Force Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast starts now with your host, Manny A. What's going on, Force listeners? Thank you so much for joining me today on this beautiful, beautiful Monday. First and foremost, I'm going to give you guys a round of applause for Sunday. We uh, definitely kicked some ass, and I just love it when we all get to cash big, big money. And like I said, it was a great day. We hit the showdowns, we hit the main slate, and we placed first pretty much across the board, except for that $88 second place, man. Feels bad. But again, congratulations to everybody. And today, I'm just going to go over this little MLB slate. Uh, We have a seven-gamer here. And it's a little bit interesting because after two games, we have the Dodgers and the Yankees who are going to garner most of the ownership. After that, it's kind of fair game. And there's a sneaky, sneaky game here that I really, really like that is going to go severely under-owned, in my opinion, for what I could think could be the highest scoring game of the night. Um, Let's just jump right into this thing. We have Pittsburgh at Philly. We have Jason Vargas versus Musgrove. And really not a game I'm interested in whatsoever. You guys know me that when I do these these slate rundowns, I kind of don't really go over the games that don't matter to me. And this is probably one of them. Apart from... Really, Vargas pitching better than he's been pitching before. Um, You know, looking at this Pirates team, they have a decent enough uh, batting lineup that I don't really want to roster Vargas. Like, a lot of their main guys, Frazier, um, Cabrera, you know, even their end of the lineup guys, Diaz, Stallings, these guys, they don't really have a, a high strikeout rate. And Vargas already has a low strikeout rate, so apart from the savings on a guy like Vargas, I'm not really interested in him whatsoever. I think on FanDuel, he is uh, 6,800. Fair, sure. Uh, Necessary, not really. Um, Looking at the other side here, we have Joe Musgrove. Musgrove, man, he's a guy that once he gets past the three innings, um, he's going to kick ass, and I, I just don't think that's today. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not interested in him at all, but, uh, you know, with that being said, I think Philly might have something here. Obviously, the guy that's popping out like crazy here is Corey, Dix- uh, Corey Dickerson if he starts. Um, he's got a 681 Woba plus ISO, and that's really the only guy um, that's really sticking out here. So, like I said, tread lightly in this game. Don't go nothing crazy. But on to the next game that I really think is going to go under the radar and it's unjustifiable. We have the Red Hot St. Louis Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers um, who both have a ton to play for. And towards the end of the season, this is what you want to target. You want to target games that matter, right? Um, Looking at the wild card, both these teams need to get wins. There's lots of teams behind them that are hot on their tails. It's very important here uh, to get the W's here because when you look at the Yankees and the Dodgers, yes, they're facing mediocre teams, but they don't really need to exert their players um, to get these wins anymore. They're so far ahead of the field. 
um, especially a team like the Yankees where injuries run rampant. You really have to start thinking about that towards the end of the season. Um, but yeah, going back to this game, I have Milwaukee on my own total. This is not my Vegas total. This is my total. Um, I have Milwaukee at six runs team total, and I have St. Louis at 5.6. So there's a lot that my optimizer is liking on this game. So looking at uh, just, we'll look at St. Louis here versus Geo. A lot of people really profile really well. I'll start with the best guy is Paul Goldschmidt. It's going to be really hard for me to fade this guy. He hits left-handed pitching incredibly well. He's heating up towards the end of the season. Um, mid windmay through the se- or uh, midway through the season didn't even look like he was going to have 30 home runs and now I think he's one or two away. Um, he's just on fire. So definitely have a ton in- ton of interest in him as well uh you know, looking at these other guys, obviously you have Ozuna, you have uh, Wong, you have Fowler, all these guys who, you know, can definitely get on base, especially guys like Wong and, and Fowler who have very low strikeout rates. And typically a guy I don't really talk about, um, but Yadier Molina has been hitting the ball well. He's super cheap across the industry. Um, definitely if you need a punt or you're stacking this game, I think it's somebody that you really have to consider. Um, just, 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 just slap them in there. It doesn't hurt. And yeah, that's that. That's kind of like my take on St. Louis. Very, very, very interesting. Everybody profiles extremely well in this game. And one more guy that I forgot is Matt Weeters. If he gets the start, this guy hits hard. Um, and I think he's gonna get a home run here at probably one percent. Um, he just profiles really well. He has a really high strikeout rate, but when you're facing a low strikeout rate pitcher, this is the spot you want to put them in, kind of like Aaron Judge, where he strikes out at 37% clip, but you put him against a guy who strikes out, you know, 10 to 20%, um, good things are going to happen. Looking at the Milwaukee side, love this side too. Adam Wainwright hasn't been that bad this year. He struggled significantly, though, versus left-handed pitching. Almost has a 5x fit, and he has a 44% con- uh, hard contact rate. And it's 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 just profiling really well for the lefties here. I love, love, love guys like Thames, who have this high strikeout rate, but hit the ball incredibly hard. Kristen Yelich, don't really have to mention him, but I'm going to mention him anyway. Um, he just smashes both sides of the plate, and now he gets a righty, obviously in a great spot. Mike Moustakis, amazing spot as well. And even uh, Keston Hayura, if, if I butchered that, sorry. He has a 70 or a 700 or, sorry, a 744 Woba plus ISO versus right-handed pitching. And Wainwright's striking the right-handed side at 23%. Um, it's not ideal, but he's definitely, if he gets a hold of one, I think it's going out of the park. Um, so definitely, if you're gonna put a righty in there, it, it's me for him. I'm not interested in Lorenzo Cain uh, whatsoever. Yeah, he's probably gonna bat leadoff, but I'm just I think there's other spots you can go here in this Brewers lineup. So on to the next one here. Probably the chalkiest pitcher of the slate. We got Miami versus Cincinnati in Miami. Obviously, one of the best hitters ballparks in the league, and. I told everybody this 
at the beginning of this season that the Yankees were foolish to get rid of Sonny Gray. Um, all he needed was time to adjust. Um, he's doing better in, in, in a pitcher's ballpark in Cincinnati uh, than, than he was in Yankee Stadium, and that's because the Yankees just didn't give him the patience or the time, and now look at their uh, pitching staff. It's not so hot. But that's, uh, that, that's for another pod um, into this game. Sonny Gray is obviously very expensive across the industry, but the dude is, is pitching a Cy Young season, and I have zero interest in any of these Miami bats. Uh, they all have a very high strikeout rate. I don't care how good they've been. It's all a big anomaly. I'm not rostering any of these guys. And a day like today in a slate like this, you kind of don't have a choice but to play Sonny Gray. Um, obviously, there is pivots. The pivots are scary. You're probably going to have to play a guy like J.A. Happ or something or even Wainwright, uh, who obviously I'm not a fan of today if I like the Brewers so much. Um, but, yeah, that's just kind of my take. On, on the other side, we have the Reds here facing Pablo Lopez, who's actually been pretty good. Um, he's not as bad as people think. And looking at the red side, really the only guy I have interest in is, is, uh, it's Aquino. And obviously this is inflated, but in 51 at bats, he's got a 881, um, Woba plus ISO versus right-handed pitching was his, which is just insane, um, obviously, there's regression going there, but while he's hot, might as well stay on the train. So he's definitely the one-off that I'm interested in. Looking at Oakland and Kansas City, um, I'm up and down with this game. It's it's not like there's two bad pitchers here. Um, we have Brad Keller and we have Homer Bailey. Who a guy who we used to make fun of all the time. He's pitching incredibly well this year. Um, I'm going to make a little note, though. Rain is a concern, at least for a delay. Uh, it looks like this game is going to be delayed. It looks maybe like a two-hour delay, but I think it does play. Uh, I'm going to give it like a 20% chance of postponement. Um, in terms of weather, wind is blowing out 10 to 15 miles per hour to the left. So obviously there's a bump there. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any umpire data today, um, so that's a little crappy. I can't really give any anything on that. But yes, we do have Keller and we do have um, Homer Bailey. Looking at Keller here, he's been obviously worse versus lefties. This team does have some some decent left lefties, obviously. You have uh, Matt Olson here, who's who's been playing really well, profiles really well. Um, Mark Canna actually profiles really well as well. And uh, that was way too many wells in a sentence. Um, definitely, yeah, not editing that. But anyways, um, <laughs> this team projects well, but I'm not excited is what I'm getting at. So, like I said, you can do Olsen, you can do Canha. That's about the only two guys I'm really interested in. Probably put a Chapman in there if you really, really want to stack this thing. Uh, but that's that's kind of my interest on the Oakland side. Looking at Homer Bailey, man, props to him just turning his career, man, just completely 360. The guy is uh, playing some really good baseball. He's, he's pitching really, really well. Um, 
looking at this lineup for Kansas City, oh man, they've been so bad this year, especially as of late. They just uh, can't see the ball very well. Looking at kind of like who's really I'm interested in here if I had to pick, it's probably going to be Solar or Solaire. Um, he just he's he's having a really good year and he hits right-handed pitching really well. But like I said, Keller's a little bit, or sorry, Bailey's been really neutral to both sides of the plate. So be cautious. Obviously for GPP, it's a fantastic play um, if you want to be different from everybody. Looking at game number five, we got Arizona at San Francisco. A little bit of a snoozer here. Obviously, um, you know, Giants are at home, the best pitchers park in all of baseball. But we got Tyler Beatty here who has been he's been really, really bad versus lefties. Um he's go he almost has a six X or XFIP with a 16% K rate, almost a 50% hard contract rate, an 18% home run to fly ball rate. Like everything is just full red across the board. And you got a bunch of guys who profile really well versus this guy. Um, you got Marte here, you got Christian Kelly, you have, um, Peralta, just a lot of guys, Lamb, who, if, if they get a hold of one here, it's going to go out of the ballpark. The problem is, is, is we're in San Francisco and that's what kind of has it off me in terms of weather. It's really cool today. 67 degrees, uh, blowing out 10 miles per hour. Like that means much here, but it's there, um, but yeah, that's kind of my take on 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 Tyler Beatty. Uh, you know, Arizona could be very sneaky here, and they could very well put up a bunch of runs. They might not be home runs, but they, they could be a bunch of doubles and triples in this game, just because uh, Beatty's been so damn bad versus left-handed bats. So that is my take for the Arizona side. Play the lefties. Uh, you might get some points out of them for sure. Looking at the other side, we got the Giants on Alex Young. Alex Young has been much worse, or not much worse, or sorry, he's been worse versus righties, uh, but the lefties, he hasn't been much better either. The thing that kind of, you know, helps me here is the Giants don't profile well versus left-handed pitching. Everybody kind of knows that, and if you want to punt a guy... This is probably your guy. Um, he's not that cheap, sadly. He's seven thousand on FanDuel and seventy five hundred on DraftKings. Obviously, I want, would want him to be cheaper, but if you want to pair him in cash, call me crazy. I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, looking at guys who profile really well, um, I don't even know if he's going to be in the lineup. But Austin Slater is literally the only guy who's been hitting left-handed pitching at a decent clip. Everybody else's K rate is through the roof, um, and their Wobas and ISOs are all under 400 in in, in the mid threes. So um, definitely a decent spot for him. Will he perform? I'm not too sure. Now on to the more exciting game of the night: the Yankees versus the Mariners. Um, probably going to be the, the 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 chalkiest stack of the night. We have Tommy Malone. Um, versus Jay Happ, and I just don't think 
this game is going to be one-sided. J.A. Happ really isn't that good, um, but neither is Tommy Malone. But the thing is with Malone, he's actually been decent versus left-handed pitching and not too bad versus right-handed pitching. The downside is, is DJ LeMahieu has been on a mission. Aaron Judge is finally hitting the ball again, and that's kind of going to spread like wildfire in that entire locker room because they're, they're locked in now. They just, they just beat a very good team in the Dodgers. Um, so I love LeMahieu here. I love Gio Ursula. I love Aaron Judge. I love, I love uh, Didi Gregorius. I love all these guys. Um, the problem is the ownership. It's going to be through the roof, obviously. But it is what it is. I think if you can differentiate yourself um, with another team with low ownership or even a couple one-offs here, I think you'll be all right. Um, looking at the other side here, Jay Happ, how many times has this guy disappointed everybody um, anytime you roster him? The guy seems to lose control very, very quickly, which is unfortunate. He was pretty good before when he was with the Jays. Uh, this year, he's not been good. And he hasn't been good versus righties, and there's quite a few good righties here in this lineup. Obviously, um, Tom Murphy, top of the list here. He's been on fire, and he's just smashing balls out of the ballpark. Uh, Austin Nola as well. They have uh, some pretty crazy stats right now that are going to regress, I would assume. Um, but there's definitely, if you want to be different from the field, I think doing a stack of this game isn't a bad idea just because I don't think Hap is, uh, Hap is getting a little bit too much respect here um, from Vegas. And, I mean, that's just my take. I, I think it's a good play to play the Mariners here for GPP. The last game of the day, um, we got the Dodgers versus the Padres. And we got the top prospect here, Dustin May, versus the Dodgers. May's been, he was good up until his last start. Um, he got shelled his last start. He didn't do very well. The first three, I believe, he almost got a quality start. He was 5.2 innings in, got pulled. Um, looking at his stats, he suffered versus left-handed pitching. Obviously not a big sample size, but from what I can see, left-handed has been his issue. Um, he's been a lot better versus right-handed pitching, or sorry, hitting. Um, looking at this lineup, you got Machado and you got Hosmer, Renfro, Will Myers. Um, he's got a lot of strikeout upside here versus this team. And if you're going to pivot from Sonny Gray, especially FanDuel. He's almost half the price. Like, he's 6,200 versus 11,300, okay? He's 8,500 on DraftKings. He's a lot more expensive over there on DraftKings. So I think if you're going to stack, say you're going to stack the Dodgers and the Yankees and you're looking for a cheap guy, this is probably going to be your guy. Um, lots of upside here with strikeouts and... I just really like what this kid has to offer. In terms of weather, um, not not a big deal here. It's warmish, um, you, four four miles per hour blowing out to the right here. Other than that, looking at the other side, we have Eric Lauer and oh boy, 
it's not good news when the guys you struggle against are left-handed pitching or hitting. Why do I keep saying pitching? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and the Dodgers have a lot of really good left-handed hitting. You got Bellinger, you got Moonsee, you got Seager, and you got Jock Jams and all these other guys who are very, very good at hitting left-handed pitching. And they're going to be highly owned, and rightfully so. You have Bellinger here who's projecting as the top guy overall on the entire slate. Um, not by a landslide, but close enough. We have Will Smith. Man, that kid is... That kid's on fire. I love Will Smith. Um, he's definitely, if you're going to stack this game, you got to have him in your lineup. Looking at the other guys, obviously, Moonsee projects incredibly well. Um, you know, Chris Taylor, if he starts, seems to be the forgotten man here, and I can't tell you how many how many times that guy's made me some money. So definitely, definitely try to differentiate yourself here. Maybe stack um, and do a wraparound stack with with. 7891 or something like that or Bellinger after him 4567 just try to be different just give yourself a little bit of an edge um, we all know Bellinger is going to be owned so you're probably going to have to roster him but after that I think you can really really uh, set yourself apart from the field um, but that's it guys I, I really hope you enjoyed the pod um, thank you so much for joining me very quick pod I just wanted to give you guys a little bit to listen on for tonight's slate, a little bit of advice. And again, visit inertiaforcesports.com, sign up, check out the site. There's lots of free articles there for you to read um, as well. Check me out on Twitter at inertiaforcedfs or Twitch. Check me out on Twitch at inertiadfs. Um, thank you so much for joining me, and I will definitely be speaking to you guys tomorrow. Have another pod up. So may the sports be with you. Later.